The award-winning California Sportsman is your source for the most current and accurate information on fishing California's lakes, streams, rivers, bays, and ocean. And we'll bring you the latest in hunting and outdoor opportunities, too. California Sportsman with Seb Hendrickson is brought to you by Fisherman's Warehouse Megastores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. And is sponsored in part by Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon, your heavy-gauge aluminum boat headquarters. Lawrence Electronics, and the California Department of Boating and Waterways. And now, to bring you the best in the outdoors, here's the host of California Sportsman, Sepp Hendrickson. Hey, good morning, everybody, and welcome to California Sportsman. Morris, Sepp, Saturday morning outdoors, following Ultimate Bass every Saturday morning at 5 o'clock. We have got a show full. There is a lot going on. We've got problems that may be popping up. we got fish that are popping up all over the place. And I'll tell you what, it, the rain that we had has set you off for an absolutely great fall fishing and early winter fishing opportunities throughout either the rivers, the deltas, everywhere things are going. Here's how we're going to kick it in gear. James Smith from the California Dawn is going to talk to you about his long range trip. Yeah. I remember last week they headed off into the, into the darkness down in San Diego. They were all going tuna fishing. Well, they got turned around and headed right back. 200 mile round trip and they'll be going next year instead. Little choppy out there. I got a video you would not believe. I'd hire a helicopter to get me off that boat. I don't care what it costs. Zach Medinas from Gate Crashers took a buddy. Well, a new friend of mine out sturgeon fishing. He'll tell you all about the great trip that he had and that they had together out there. Sturgeon by this doing well. Steve Mitchell's out there doing it too. Randy Pringle, he's got a little duck opener review for you, and he's got good news for himself. His field is flooding as we speak, so he's going to have uh, the 10th. They'll be shooting out in his big field. Apparently, a lot of guys had some good times, and a lot of guys had bad times over the opener. J.D. Ritchie's got another pre-recorded segment for us from Tahoe and Pyramid Lake that you need to listen to, and it also directs you a little bit more to the great scene that we've got uh, with his videos on the kokanee up in Taylor Creek and the new spawning that took place. And the entire process is probably done by now, but I urge you to take a look at him and listen to what he's got to say. Alan Fong from Fisherman's Warehouse joins up with us here shortly, and he's got all the information on what's hot and what's not. James Netzel from Tight Lines Guide Service is going to be hooking up with us. He's got striper information, river salmon information, and we'll find out he how he did live in the blind last time, too. Kent Brown's got our lucky winner of Gun Owners of California. Steve Carson's back from yet another long-range, well, short-range, day-and-a-half trip. And get the name of the boat here, the new Low-Ann. Think about it. Look at that. The new loan to pay for that boat. That must be the way it's working. David Martin, last weekend was a little bit of a wet opener out of Quail Point Hunt Club. We're not going to go there on the rain. We're going to talk to him this week with beautiful conditions, green grass growing already, and things getting perfect for our upland game bird season out at Quail Point Hunt Club and, of course, the great sporting clays that they've got. We'll have the RVs and destination, and get this, Donner Lake is still putting out. After great kokanee fishing just a couple of weeks ago with some good-sized late-season cokes, the Mackinac brown trout are on the bite. We'll be hooking up with Sean Rainsberger with Sean's Guide Service live on Donner Lake, where it's probably a little chilly. And then Dave Hurley, the editor of Western Outdoor News, joins us in just a few minutes, well, near the end of the show, to get you up to speed on all the opportunities that exist out there that we really don't cover during the show. Kind of a wrap-up of other great potential areas that you need to be heading. Well, Mr. Smith is probably a little busy this morning right now. What's that? 
He's not answering his phone. We'll get to Zach here in just a minute. But, Mr. Brown, there's been a lot going on. You had a Randy Howell on today with the, his little son, the his, little kid that little, used to be hanging around. His little around. son's about 6'4 now, Sep. Uh, yeah, Lakers, <laughs> Lakers a great kid. These guys are, this is like a family bloodline yeah. of bass fishermen. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and he's qualified to, uh, go to the MLF All American. He's going to fish for a million dollars at the Johnny Morris U.S. Open here next month. We're all going to be back at Table Rock Lake for that. So, um, all cool, man. Just great to see the, the offspring of these well, great it was, fish. It was a great interview. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. You know, any, we've had a lot of kids, fathers, sons, mothers, sons. Yeah. Coming into the studio over the 20 something years we've been hanging out in here. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, it's great to see these generations coming up, but. The thing that killed me was your first guest on the show today. Mark Crutcher, yeah, he's a, almost the oldest highway patrol officer up there, apparently. Up in Lake County, yeah. And, and he took me bass fishing on Clear Lake before he was a highway Before patrol. he was a highway patrol, but wanna yeah. feel old? This guy's already he, retired. He's leading the, the ABA, uh, leading the ABA championship up at Clear Lake, uh, going on this weekend. Actually was the day one leader, so. Well, we're gonna get a hold of, up there. We're gonna get a hold of James Smith and grab him by the throat and shake him around a little bit, but I'm sure something important is going on on board because he's never missed a call. And we're gonna take a quick break right now. When we get back, we're hooking up with a man himself from Gate Crashers Fishing Adventures. We're talking Delta Sturgeon with Captain Zach Medinas. Right after this quick break, y'all stick around. You're about to get hooked. Planning a fishing getaway, a private charter, a tour of San Francisco Bay, or Northern California's coast? The California Dawn Sport Fishing Boat is the answer. Second-generation charter boat operator Captain James Smith will get you in the fish or take you out for a day to remember. With over 20 years' experience fishing the bay and coastal waters, the professional crew of the California Dawn will put you in the action for halibut and stripers, shark and sturgeon, rock and lingcod, and, of course, crab combo trips, where anglers get their share of rod and reel action, then check the pots for crab to add to their catch. Specializing in live bait potluck fishing trips, the California Dawn is a fast 50-foot fiber glass boat powered by twin diesel engines with the latest in marine electronics sonar heated cabin fully electric galley for hot meals and restroom facilities they all make the california dawn one of the most comfortable fishing charters available the availability of fishing licenses bait and tackle on board make fishing easy and enjoyable to find out more about the ultimate fishing experience on board the california dawn or to book a trip give them a call at 510-417-5557 or check the web at www.californiadawn.com. Hi, this is Seth to tell you about my favorite car dealership and the reason why I won't go anyplace else for a new or used vehicle or for service for that matter. It's the people, well-trained, knowledgeable employees, top-notch service department professionals, and the best pricing on new and used vehicles. Where? Only at Ron Duprat Ford, just off I-80 and next door to our friends at Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon. Don't get hung up in that big city shuffle head to dixon and check out ron duprat ford you'll love that small town atmosphere with no hassles and no closers i know i sure do family owned and operated since 1956 it's one of the very few dealerships to receive the president's award for excellence in customer service and sales when it comes time for you to purchase a new vehicle or to solve a problem with one you've already got go to the best ron duprat ford and dixon the number one ford parts and service department in northern california it's where i go for all my needs sales or service take the short drive from high prices check first with ron duprat ford and dixon find out more at ron 
conradford.com or call toll-free at 877-463-5436. Why would you buy any place else? Northern California's newest tackle shop, Bodega Tackle, is located in Penaluma, right on the way to Bodega Bay. Bodega Tackle, a one-stop shop, features high-quality live and frozen tray baits, plus a full selection of tackle for bay and ocean fishing, as well as tackle for freshwater species. Owner Ken Brown and his experienced staff are on hand and ready to help anglers get rigged up. Need fresh line? Bring in reels for a new line at the Berkeley Line Winding Station. Check them out on Facebook, Instagram, and at bodegatackle.com. Bodega Tackle, open seven days a week. Stop by and you'll catch more fish. Duckworth Boats, hand-built by highly trained, skilled boat builders with pride, precision, and craftsmanship with models from 18 to 40 feet, designed for both fresh and saltwater activities. Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon is your heavy-gauge aluminum boat headquarters, featuring the entire line of Duckworth Boats. From outboard tillers to jets and inboards, the Advantage Navigator, Pacific Navigator, Pacific Pro, and Offshore Series exemplify Duckworth's attention to details. Gone Fishing Marine's trained sales staff will help get the Duckworth boat you need with the right power, performance, and accessories. No other boat compares. Be part of the legacy. Join the family of proud Duckworth owners. Learn more at Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon, gfmarine.com, or duckworthboats.com. There's nothing more peaceful than fishing. Just me, my pole, and some bait. Oh, and my life jacket, of course. I like fish, but I don't want to end up at the bottom of the water with them. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Henderson. Hey, we're back, and we're going to hook up in just a second with Gate Crashers Fishing Adventures. Captain Zach Medina is talking about Delta Sturgeon. He, uh, a couple weeks ago, those of you that are regular listeners know I got a text message from a uh, a retired colonel in the military out at Travis Air Force Base, and uh, he wanted to know how he could learn about fishing. And I said, well, one of the best ways is to hire a great guide, go out there and pick what's left of his brain. And that's exactly what this gentleman did. Uh, colonel Stephen Mitchell, not to be confused with our Captain Stephen Mitchell. Captain Stephen Mitchell, yeah. The guides around here. But uh, he had a great time out with Zach. They sent me a video yesterday, and Zach sent a photo in this morning of a beautiful big sturgeon. Apparently, uh, Zach, you might have taught that guy a couple of things. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing well. You know, he had to learn an awful lot to get that beautiful sturgeon in. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was great having him out. Um, Super nice man. And, hey, what what more can you say? He served our country for 37 years, and... uh, now he's going to enjoy his life, and like you said, he's taking on fishing, and he wants to learn all the different uh, disciplines. Had no pen and uh, pad in hand, and pen to paper, and yeah, we got a lot done. That was my next question: Was he taking notes on everything? Because when you're in a boat, if you're not taking notes, it's just going in one eye and out the other, and it, it, the heck with the ears, you're not hearing anything, especially if you got a hook up on the end. It it is one of those situations. Sturgeon fishing is the more things you do right. At the same time, the greater your chances of hooking up, isn't that true? Oh yeah, it's all about uh, managing your time well. You know, make make the most of your time on the water, um, knowing when to leave certain places and and go to others. You know, it could be based on tide, it could be based on depth, um, and then where to set up on that contour. You know, it's sometimes people will see a guy catching fish and think, oh, I could just get next to him and I could be in the same type of fishing, but. 
you know, he might be on a real tight bottleneck where those fish are just coming right up off the contour in a real tight area. And if he has it, he's got it. You're not going to be selling lemonade from the backyard doing as good as the guy doing it on the corner. Yeah, and he might have a round weight out there rolling down the river and lifting off the bottom, and you might have a pyramid laying flat with your bait about six inches off the bottom. That's true. That's very true. Yeah, we had a great time, and uh, he got a really nice fish. He got one, I think it was just about 57 inches. Beautiful fish. Yeah, it, it nice and fat, and the best part about it is how healthy that fish looked. But you had some other interesting things happen. You and Virginia were out fishing the other day and got into a, a double going on with a sea lion stepping in to play with you, too. Uh, yeah, I don't want to get too hard on that soapbox, but... You know, sea lions, um, they've always been part of the delta to some degree. They usually come pretty heavy when it's salmon. Uh, the salmon runs are coming through, and then they go home, you know. But nowadays, it seems like we have three of them on every buoy, and they stay year-round. And, yeah, we had a we had a double hanging, and we had a nice slot fish hanging and a very big oversized, a real old fish. And we had a big sea lion come and hit that big fish and start throwing them around the water. And we somehow were able to uh, muscle them away from the sea lion and, you know, you're not supposed to bring fish that big in the boat. But it was either leave, leave them to be mauled or bring them in the boat. So we brought them in the boat. And uh, luckily, I think it grabbed them mostly by the pectoral fins. They hadn't, hadn't done, had a chance to do any um, lethal damage. But, uh, yeah, we were able to rescue that fish, and we waited for that sea lion to uh, get out of the area. And we put him back in the water, and she swam off. Big female full of eggs. Well, it's the right thing to do. Sometimes... Uh it is requiring a little stretching of the regulations, especially to save the life of a nice big female that's probably responsible for thousands and thousands of sturgeon swimming around out there. Yeah, that's what I figured, yeah. That's the real, real-time real decisions, you know. And, and when you do have uh, – that's probably something good to talk about. When you have an encounter like that and you have a sea lion grab the fish, if it's in the early part of your battle, um, if it's me, I just open up the spool and I just put a, put a light thumb on it I'll let that fish run and give them a chance to get away. And we're fishing barbless hooks. So a lot of times uh, that fish is going to shake your hook, and I'd rather see that thing be gone and watch that fur bag throw them around, you know. So you could do that. Um, this particular time, you know, the fish was at the latter part of the fight, and it was pretty much almost spent. It was the worst time, you know, for have something like that happen. So that's why we uh, we muscled them to the boat. And we, were, we were lucky to get them away from that. And people, if you want to see that, uh, you can go on our YouTube channel, Gatecrasher Fishing YouTube channel, and see the whole thing take place. Zach, obviously the fishing is pretty good out there. What seems to be your best techniques right now, and what kind of water are you looking for? Are you trying to find clear water? Does it make any difference to you with the brackish situation with everything coming downriver right now? Well, you know, um, things do change, and I think I heard uh, Captain Jay talk about that. You know, we get some water those fish have been sitting in pretty tight areas for a while figuring out what to do, but now we got that runoff and they've moved them around a little bit, which is good. You know, they're moved around the river and uh, we're, we're working on them in the smaller tides. You know, we still got a small tide in the afternoon, so we'll fish in that deep water then. And in the morning we'll go ahead and work on the shallow water. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's a, uh, it's a good time to, to get after them for sure. Cause there's good numbers. I think we're getting at least a couple sturgeon per angler uh, every trip. So so, yeah, it's a good time to get out there and get after them. Zach, it, when it's a good time to get after them, it's still a great time to catch and release out there. What kind of uh, response are you hearing from your anglers? Yeah, I think a lot of people are starting to kind of come around. You know, we fish for sturgeon, uh, 100% catch one of these. Uh, saltwater season, we consider that our harvest time of year for those more sustainable fish. Um, and a lot of people are starting to understand, you know, it's like, 
you know, if you're killing them when they're only four feet long, you'll never see them when they're eight feet long. And, you know, seeing one eight feet long come flying out of the water and showing you his back. And I don't know, that's giving me a bigger thrill than any plate of food I ever ate. I do love fresh fish, but, um, yeah, sturgeon, catch and release, enjoy the fight. You know, the best sturgeon fight I've ever had in my life, the best experience fishing I've ever had in my life, I never saw the fish. And I'll remember it my entire life. The first time I was ever truly spooled on like 60 pound tests loaded up on a pin reel. And I had every inch of line ripped off of that thing. You could not keep up with the fish and no, it was not a submarine. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's an awesome experience, you know, and um, you hey, know, we my, need to have more big fish out there. My, sure. my fish went right like it was going to go under the Carquinas Bridge, and it turned around, and it was heading to the Martinez Bridge the other direction. So it, it all happens out there, folks. Big monster fish are available out there. I remember years ago they used to talk about, oh, fish 20 feet long or so down there when they were building the bridge. There's stories of guys running their hands down the side of sturgeon as they swim by while they're down there in diving bells and all that fancy equipment taking care of business. Well, Zach, the sturgeon fishery is truly one of the great fisheries we have in California. People come from all over the world to fish the sturgeon here, up in Oregon and other places. It's a great experience out there, and I know you make it a great learning experience for your anglers that visit with you. Give them the hookup information, the phone number, and all they need to find out more about gate crashers and get out there and have some fun, too. Absolutely. Yeah, if you want to come out on the water and have an online tutorial like – you know, Colonel Mitchell did, you know, come on out and fish with us. Like I said, I'd rather uh, show than tell. And you can get a hold of us at 925-497-7171. We're also online, gatecrasherfishing.com, social media, Instagram, the same. But, yeah, go on uh, YouTube. Go check that out. Go check out Virginia. Get all mama bear because uh, (laughs) you got to see it. She was a big part of landing that fish. I I couldn't pull them over the rail myself. And you'll see both of her feet go up and, yeah, the two of, us, two of us were able to save that fish. It was, it was it was pretty cool to be able to do that. All I heard was her screaming, real, 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 at you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was she was definitely yelling at me, but, you know, you'll see. She's very hands-on, you know. She's, yeah, uh, you, can tell she, you can tell she's got her captain's ticket, no doubt about that. Oh, yeah. No, she, she's basically she's basically a leader, not a follower, and uh, she does she does she has great crew, but um, when she needs to be hands-on, she very much so is. Zach Medinas with Gate Crashers Fishing. It's sturgeon time, folks, and you should be out there having fun. 925-497-7171 will make his phone ring. Take care, Zach, and thank you. Thanks for having me on the show. Captain Zach Medinas, great guy and a great fisherman. Hey, our next guy right now had a damn good hunt on the opener of duck season. Let's go to Randy Pringle right now, the fishing instructor, because he's got good news about his own private club starting to flood but let's find out about last week's results first. Good morning, Randy. Good morning, my friend. Well, what was last week like? I know you were shooting up a storm down there when we last talked to you. You know, we had a really good time. Uh, the, the the only downplay to any type of hunting is your partner. When you go on somebody else's property and you can't bring your own dog because they have a dog, and then so your partner stays home and she looks at everybody going, where did dad go? How come he's not taking me? How come he smells like ducks? Yep. And uh, it's really, you know, when you come home and the the wife tells you, that dog just sat there and just moped, knowing (laughs) that you left her and she didn't understand why. That crushes you. 
So when people say, do you really like duck hunting and eating a lot of duck? I said, the, the thing is every part of the duck hunt. It's the dog. Yes. It's the figuring out of how the birds are coming in, how to place the decoys. And these are things just like fishing. You know, you're just talking to Zach. You know, he's talking about skinny water, then the deeper water. It's the exact same thing with duck, but a lot of people don't get it. I mean, uh, we're flooding right now. We're going to uh, our club, and uh, we're going out there this morning, and we're going to be uh, – taking care of the decoys and we're a, a group that we pull in the decoys and put out the decoys each and every day. And it's and not so because it's you, it's not because you enjoy doing that. You've got a plan in mind. Tell our listeners about it. Yeah. You know, we, we talked about that a little bit the other day, Seth, and, and it's really important because when a bird's flying over properties after properties, they get acclimated to a donut. And I call a donut is the blind in the middle of the decoys around the outside. And, if the hunter is not camouflaged well enough and he's not, uh, you know, keeping the motion down, um, he can get a few of those those local birds in. But those local birds get smart real quick and before the new ones come down from the north. And so when we're hunting, we're pulling those decoys in because what that bird will do is he'll come to that club and say, oh, there's no decoys. And then they'll land and stay. And then when we hunt on the... What's that? I'm sorry. Kent and I were talking about the weather while you were talking away there. Oh, 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 I can hear somebody. No problem. So <laughs> when you're when you're dealing with decoys, you check the wind. You grab a piece of branch on the ground, and you throw it up in the air. You figure out which way the wind's blowing. They like to fly into the wind. And so they're going to give you your areas of your lines of sight. And I love shooting ducks, but i got to shoot them close so you get a clean shot and you're not wounding birds. And getting them close is so important. So you got to make sure your decoys are set just right and camouflaged. You know, I was going to say that big white face of yours up there will scare a lot of ducks away. Yeah, I learned a long time ago, except that one day I was wearing a pair of Costa glasses, and and and, a, and this was a long time ago. And the guy says, "Dude, you know, you can see your glasses flash a mile away," and I never even thought about it because I just got was used to wearing sunglasses in California duck hunting. And so now I realize that, and I'm wearing, you know, gray lenses, uh, nothing with any mirrors on it. These are things that a lot of people just don't think about. I wear a turkey mask out there, and uh, just to keep that shine off, uh, it's little things like that will put you at the next level and and help your hunt a lot more, you know, um, People, uh, Billy John Quinto said it the best. You got to watch the bird, see what the bird's doing, and react with the bird. Because guys that are hunting, they're like, oh, don't move, don't move. He just went over our head. Well, you don't know what the bird's doing. You don't know what you need to call, how you need to call the bird. And if, you, if you're not calling that bird right at the right time, you know, you're just not going to shoot him. I mean, Kent's a duck hunter, and he, I know he knows the exact same concept is if you can't see that bird, you don't know when to call. And you got to be able to keep in contact with your, you know, the quarry. Yep. And when he flies over, got to make a sound. And if you lose the bird, don't look for the bird. Look at the dog. Yeah, Tog knows where it's he'll, at. He'll, he'll, he the never loses does. them. He does. 
You know, if you don't know where they're at, if they're behind you or over, don't jump up, start looking around. Just I called, look at the dog. I was out in the field one day with one of my dogs, called him right off the last bird. He would have won the entire <laughs> event, but right. no, I called him off. Yeah, because he can't be over there. Be, you know here. better. So yeah. yeah, no, exactly right. Well, I know Randy is in love with his dog and he's uh, definitely prejudiced towards the performance of his uh, little lady that he takes out there all the time. Aren't you? Uh, you know, every hunter has the best dog and that's what it should be you should believe in your dog and everybody that when the dog does something wrong you got to find another excuse that you could tell well you know because <laughs> <laughs> and, and if, your, if your dog is named son of a whatever you know there's a lot of dogs named that out same there name. on opening weekend they all got the same name you son of a get over you here. know there's another lot of names out there for dogs yeah, there certainly yeah. are, and certainly a lot of names out there for fishing guides. And Randy is the fishing instructor, folks. If you want to have an opportunity to get out in the Delta and get into some striper fishing, some black bass fishing, the guy knows what he's doing. And I'll tell you it's what so else good. he does he should be doing if he's not taking kids out and doing crappie and bluegill fishing out there because I was shocked at the number of fish you showed me out there. I couldn't believe there were so many sunfish out in those waters out there. It's amazing. It's It's a good time. And, you know, getting fish with this COVID and, and everybody's, you know, not going to work and everybody's buying more fishing tackle, which put the fishing tackle industry in a down spiral. Um, it's great to get kids out and fish. And it's all about giving back because Kent and I are real old now. And uh, <laughs> right. because we are, we, you've got to give back. And that's the number one thing. Give back, take a kid fishing, uh, involve them. You know, we do a youth hunt at our duck club, and it's so awesome to watch a kid, you know, bark on a call when he's, you know, he's trying his heart and then having him shoot a duck. It's just amazing. Um, and catching the first fish and uh, reeling it in, and uh, there's nothing better. Hey, I mean, when I, I was saw, 30, I didn't care. I saw a kid. I was with him. I was doing his instruction and everything. One time out at Quail Point, he shot his first pheasant. The father was crying. The kid was crying. The kid was in convulsions, shaking. He was so happy. It was unbelievable experience for the parents. And they walk around with that in their hand, proud as punch. Yep, yep. They... I'm having a, a duck mounted for a kid at our our duck club, and because uh, he shot his first sprig, um, and uh, and it's so cool to watch him come in. His dad had his ring around his neck and then that kid had to show that bull sprig off to just about every guy there. He had to come up to him. Hey, look at this, man. Mr. Prigo, look at this. That's the way Dude, it should be. Bull sprig. Nice job. Yeah. You know, that's what it's all about. Probably the, back, probably the luckiest shot in the world, but that's what it's all about. Randy Pringle, the fishing instructor. Randy, give them the hookup information if they'd like to get out there fishing with you or fish some yeah, of the BBT know, the tournaments really that are off right now. Call on area code 209-543-6260, and let's get on those fish. We appreciate you joining us today. Have a great time in that flooded blind next weekend, my friend. Ah, we're going to have a great time. All right. Thanks. You enjoy it. He's going to have a good spot to hunt, as you well know, down in Los Angeles. No, he's area. got a great area down there, and they uh, they definitely already have birds. Well, that's a cool. That's you know, there's a lot of birds down. That that oh, storm man. definitely pushed a bunch of. You, birds down. I almost videoed a, vid, a whole thing yesterday happened in my place. There's like a I don't know. 
50, 75 geese just yeah. disturbing my neighborhood. Really? Just raising Every back. pasture all over the place. Well, all right, let's take, a, leave. let's take a quick break right now. When we get back, Ken's going to be Regina Stafford right after this. It's time you head to the calm and productive waters of Bodega Bay and climb aboard the newest and nicest charter boat around, the Real Magic. Owned and operated by Mike Ogney and Captain Merlin Cole, this fully updated 34-foot catamaran is 12 feet wide, extremely stable, and powered by 700 horsepower. Equipped with all the latest in electronics and state-of-the-art equipment to ensure a successful day, the Real Magic will get you on the fish fast and back to harbor in comfort and safety. Don't miss your opportunity to fish with the best. Real Magic. Call 707-875-BOAT and check them out on the web at realmagicsportfishingcharters.com. Paulina Peak Tackle, a top producer of fishing tackle designed for dedicated kokanee salmon anglers. Paulina Peak Tackle makes high-quality, effective ultralight dodgers, lures, spinners, hoochies, and more in a wide variety of fish-catching color combinations. Whether you're trolling your favorite close-to-home kokanee lake or that trophy destination of a lifetime, Paulina Peak Tackle's erratic actions and vibrations consistently attract fish to strike. If you're looking for sure-fire fish-catching combos for kokanee, look no further. Check them out at your favorite tackle store or see the entire line at paulinapeaktackle.com. Order online or call 755-224-2205. When you're looking for the latest in fishing gear, accessories, and live bait, Elkhorn Bait and Tackle is where you'll find everything you need for fishing fun. Elkhorn Bait has high-quality rods and reels for every type of fishing in Northern California, from trout to bass, sturgeon to stripers, and salmon to shad. And more important, Elkhorn Bait always has the best and largest selection of fresh baits like crawdads, minnows, pile worms, blood worms, night crawlers, and more, including frozen tray baits. Elkhorn Bait and Tackle, 20th Street in Elkhorn Bull. Boulevard west of Watt, 916-991-5298. Hey, they're also your local U-Haul dealer. Florence is the leader in marine electronics, design, and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology and light years ahead of the competition. Florence offers a comprehensive range of products for your every need. From entry-level fish locators to the most sophisticated marine electronics on the market today, they're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new Live Series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines Lorance Chirp with side-scan and down-scan imaging, allowing anglers to quickly search fish holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lowrance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lowrance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lowrance.com. Lowrance is the perfect locator for you. I can't wait to spend some quality time with my son fishing this year, teaching him about casting, how to choose bait, set the hook, and how to be safe on the water by always wearing a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Guns, fishing, and other stuff knows the importance of family activities and the outdoors. Regina Stafford of Outdoor Adventures, a lady that knows her way around hunting, fishing, and hard work will motivate you to live well in the outdoors. She'll tell you when, where, and how your entire family can take advantage of many outdoor opportunities close to home. From fishing to hunting, bird watching to animal rescue, women too can take part in our hunting traditions, become skilled sportsmen themselves, and help lead the way for their children. And now, 
here's Regina Stafford with Live Long in the Outdoors. She is probably in a duck blind this morning, Sap, and someplace, I'm not. Someplace outside of cell phone coverage, she and you're not. You haven't probably, been in a blind yet. I have not. I have not. But, you know, she's probably in a duck blind. So I know the one thing that we need to cover, uh, without a doubt, is next Saturday, uh, November the 6th, is the uh, NorCal Guides and Sportsmen's Association fundraising dinner. Yeah, they are going to get to have it this year at the Yuba City Fairgrounds. There are still some tickets available, uh, but you're going to have to get those tickets by Monday, Sep, is what uh, what they put up on their uh, website. So Yeah, they uh, got to know how many people are showing up. Absolutely. What they, what they can plan. Over 100 guns, 75 guided trips, five lifetime licenses, uh, all kinds of great things, progressive raffle, um, just, you know, there's so much different stuff to, uh, to win and bid on and maybe uh, I could buy win a lifetime for. license. It'd be a short one, wouldn't it? Yeah, that'd be the best deal fishing game ever got. Uh, you know how that goes. I ain't going anywhere. Exactly right. But uh, this is a great opportunity. Still time to get tickets or a whole table, I'm sure. Uh, and you can get all the uh, online tickets at ncgasa.org. Uh, give them a call, uh, or you can uh, you can call uh, James Stone, area code 530-923-9440, uh, and get all taken care of. But uh, great dinner, great event. They give lots of fun stuff away. It's uh, action-packed, high-paced, a lot of fun. It's a uh, great it's a, a great fundraiser, but you have to think of something else at the same time. It's a great organization doing yeah. good things. All these organizations do slightly different things, but they all do one thing. They're all out there protecting our fisheries as well, much it, as possible if you're, and our hunting. If you're benefiting from the work that they've done from the launch ramps in the Feather River, the Sacramento River, a lot of the stuff that they have uh, helped fight, whether it's a uh, you know stupid striper regulations or cleaning up the yeah, entire banks clean, and everything, cleaning doing things everything. up and really pointing out. You know, I know James spends a lot of time pointing out to the the right politicians. Hey, look what. What's happening out here uh, and actually putting them on the water. And those are the kinds of things that uh, NorCal Guides and Sportsmen's Association are doing. It's a great organization that make things happen. Yeah. And as always, every organization out there needs your help right now. This is the time of year where they're making money. Many organizations have numerous dinners year round that aren't having them. Right. So it's a difficult time for all the nonprofit organizations. But remember, they're doing it for you and fighting for your rights out there. So. Support them as much as you possibly can. Without a doubt. Well, where are we going now? Oh, hey, J.D. Ritchie finished up his last video on the return of the kokanee salmon and everything. I'll play the close, and then I'll tell him about this. I'm sorry. Live Long in the Outdoors with Regina Stafford, sponsored by Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff, your one-stop outdoor shop that has it all. From fishing to hunting and everything in between, you'll find everything you need and more on the shelves of their two big stores. Take the family and pick up the stuff you'll need for your next family adventure. Two locations, in Vacaville at 197 Butcher Road, just off Highway 80, and in Dublin at 6705 Amador Plaza Road. Don't miss the deals at the Guns, Fishing, and Other other stuff online outlet. Check them out on the web at gunsfishing.com. And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Now, you remember everything I said about J.D. at the wrong time? Just think about that for a second. J.D.'s finished up his videos. He's got a great video on the kokanee spawning up at Taylor Creek, or through the Taylor Creek area. It is a spectacular video and a job well done by J.D., not only because of the video he shot, but of everything he did and the people he contacted to make it all happen. That's one story. 
Pyramid Lake is great for nice big cutthroat right now, and Tahoe is producing. Listen to this. Good morning, everybody. JD here, and uh, we finally up here at Tahoe and Pyramid Lake have gotten some nice weather after that bomb cyclone, atmospheric river, storm of the century, whatever you want to call it, happened earlier in the week. And, and man, that was certainly needed, put an end to the fire season, starting to fill some lakes up. So that was great news. It, it kept us off the water for a little bit, but that is a, uh, that's not a big deal. I'll take the, take the days off for the rain. That's a good trade. Here at Tahoe, it rained, gosh, close to 36 straight hours. And it wasn't just rain. It was a downpour. And then we had about two feet of snow after that. And uh, it's, it's all melted pretty fast now, but the lake came up five inches, which is pretty darn impressive when you consider that was over just the course of a day or two. And you have a 12 mile wide by 23 mile long lake. That's, that's a lot of water if you do the math on that, which is way above my uh, pay grade. But anyway, uh, the creeks coming in are raging and, and you can put a jet boat or a drift boat on a lot of them right now. And speaking of that, if you've been following my uh, salmon video, my kokanee salmon spawning series on YouTube, on my Fish with JD YouTube channel, uh, there's three of them out now called Return of the Salmon. And there's three different episodes chronicling the uh, these, these kokanee salmon and their plight trying to get into the lake. At first it was too low and, and uh, or out of the lake and the creek was too low and the seagulls were beating up on them. And then the water came up and they flooded in and... Uh, and now the water's raging, which will be the next next episode. But uh, it's pretty pretty cool to see that looked like there wasn't going to be any spawn at all for the kokanee in Tahoe, and now they're flooding in, and uh, looks like they're going to be able to spawn. So that's pretty cool. So check that out on YouTube at uh, the Fish with JD channel. Again, Return of the Salmon. And speaking of fishing on Tahoe, it's been very good. Lots of Mackinac, lots of Lahontan cutthroat trout. We've been catching some rainbows, and everything's pretty shallow. Uh, 50 feet, 40 feet up to the surface, and so uh, re really good fishing when you can get out. And then I've also been over at Pyramid, and Pyramid's in a transition period right now where the we're kind of going from uh, warm to cold weather, and the fish are spreading out a little bit. They were really had the bait balls piled up, and they were really all over them. And then that storm came in, kind of scattered the bait a little bit. Fish are kind of kind of scattered out a little more it's yeah you have to work a little harder for them right now than you did a couple of weeks ago but there's still plenty of fish and they're nice fish of course heard a lot of you know 10s and 15s over the last few days so um good fishing here as well and as the weather cools here it's just going to get more productive as those fish kind of come out of the deep and 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 get close to shore so uh, lots of good stuff going on up here in the mountains. If you'd like to learn more, go ahead and visit my guide website, which is thesportfisher.com. And you can, again, watch those videos on YouTube, the Fish with JD channel, or give me a call, 916-952-1554. You guys have a good weekend. Appreciate it. And now it's time for Shimano's What's Hot and What's Not, brought to you by Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. Built upon a C14 Plus body for both a lightweight feel and carving rigidity, the new Shimano Van Ford Spinning Reel incorporates a Magnum Light rotor to benefit anglers with a quick response in critical situations. The new Shimano Van Ford features Shimano's Cold Forge Hagany gear, as well as Silent Drive and Micro Module Gear 2 technologies to produce power transfer like never before, while also 
boasting next level of rotational performance. All Shimano rods, reels, tackle, and accessories are available at Fisherman's Warehouse Megastores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. Stop in and experience eternally smooth reeling with Shimano. And joining us from Fisherman's Warehouse Megastores right here in Sacramento, the man himself, the rod father, Alan Fong, joins us. Good morning, Alan. Good morning. How you guys doing? We're doing great. Where'd you sneak off and go this week? Uh, He's not going to tell I us. I just went down to the port for a little while. Um, it's been on fire, and but when I went, it wasn't on fire. <laughs> I grafted a ton of, I grafted a ton of bait, but there was not a lot of fish around. Um, Warren caught one about twenty inches, and and it was slow. So we left. And a friend of mine was heading out because we were there on the incoming tide. He got there on outgoing, Killed and he him. had a three-hour window where you couldn't keep him off the hook. Well, good timing yeah. once again, Alan. Uh, you and I have that technique <laughs> down. You know, if you if you <laughs> folks don't want to get bothered by a bite on the end of your line, just come with Alan or me, and just doesn't really matter where anymore. We're just a yeah. day, day short and a dollar light. Yeah, we just went out because someone's interested in buying his boat so we took them out there to show her around and it, it was just the wrong tide when the tide changed uh, it just busted wide open and i had to get home what technique <laughs> were they using and what were they tossing out there to intercept and they're fish? just they're just spooning you know the blade runner spoon and when i asked tom if he did any good he just sent me a picture of his graph <laughs> and it was just lit up <laughs> then he sent me the pictures just to Rub me a little harder. How, what size were the fish? Uh, they're like five to seven pounds. That's a, uh, hand, Rick, that's a handful of fish on a stick. Yeah, Rick's been going quite a bit in the evenings, and he's been doing really well, and they're catching a salmon here and there, too. There's a bunch of locks salmon in there. You see them rolling all over the place. Hey, for all you uh, trout fishermen out there like me, I just want to tell you that a five-pound trout doesn't fight anything like a five-pound striper does. A five-pound striper, you'll think you got a thirty-pound trout on. It's it'll yeah. kick your butt. Yeah, any fish that's in current, they're strong. Oh baby, and that big broad tail they have certainly helps them move away from the boat that I'm sitting in all the time. Well, yeah, Al- actually, the San Joaquin, I think, is a key place to go. The Sacramento side got a little dirty. I was going to say and- there can't be any clear water anymore, can there? It, it's real good on the San Joaquin. Oh, so excellent. anywhere from around uh, the McCollumy out to uh, probably Disappointment. And then if you go west toward um, Mildred Island, you'll find clean water. And those stripers find that clear water real quick. And I would use like a five-inch swim bait on a half-ounce jig head. Or top water. I would be definitely throwing top water if you want to catch big ones. Are guys using, and this question is to you and to Kent Brown, are guys using drones to find this water, the clear water? No, nah, they're wouldn't just running around. Wouldn't it simplify things, though? I don't drunk can only yeah. go so far away from you. Yeah, that's true. I think I'd just use the boat. And be careful when you guys are out there. You see patches of hyacinth floating down. Go away around it because usually when it's patches like that, something holding it together. Tree holding it. Yeah, tree holding it in there. Yeah, there's something holding it together. We've all ran through a hyacinth patch or two and cringed (laughs) every time we did it. But Alan, one of the things I'm always that I started off as a kid fishing was stripers from shore. 
And I know that when the murky water conditions, we're not going to see a lot of concentrations along the shoreline. But are there places guys can go out and do the old-fashioned bait techniques that we used to use and still do from shore and still intercept these fish? Oh, yeah. They catch a lot of them. But it's just, like I said before, you know, people that leave their trash on the banks in a lot of areas, especially the yellow side, they have no parking. So you can't park on a levee. But there is some good spots if you head toward Sherman uh, Boat Ramp. Um, you could park all along the side there, and it's actually probably one of the better areas. You can have people drop you off and then come back and pick you up. You just can't have the vehicle there, correct? Yep. Well, that, can't park. That offers you a couple other opportunities if you want to unload your vehicle and have somebody pick you up later on. Folks, yeah, but I, if you let your wife drop you off, she might not pick you up. My wife would get in the boat and say, <laughs> come back and get me in five hours. I've never had to Uber <laughs> to a fishing spot. So. Yeah. <laughs> Take lift. It's going to happen. <laughs> Take lift happen. out hey, of the you know where, spot. Um, I want to tell you guys, um, one customer called me yesterday. He had trouble with his HDF. So I was help, helping him, walking him through, and he's, all of a sudden he goes, hey, get that rod. I got one. I can hear him in the background. And then he hooked another one. He says, you know what? I got to go because I got a big one on here. <laughs> Apparently so he didn't need. by that Comanche is on. Apparently he didn't need the HDS that bad. <laughs> the trout bite at Comanche's on. Comanche is a great place to fish for trout out there well, if and, you know where they are. And it doesn't get a lot of dirty runoff either because party sits nope. above it. And so it stays pretty clean. Yes, it does. Well, Alan, what about the guys in the store? What are they bragging about when they come in? Any talk about salmon that they're catching? Because everything ought to be yes. blown out with salmon right now. I did see some great photos pop up, though. Um, a friend of mine was in American on Sunday in that storm, and he caught over 20. Uh-oh. So He must have been on the time. hole. He was sitting on a hole, wasn't he, and jigging him right he, off the bottom. No, he said everybody was hooking up. So, you know, he's lining them. But there, there's a lot of fish in there right now. Well, folks, the American River. It doesn't matter if it's dirty because when you're lining them, you're not, they're not biting it because they see it. You know, you're just bringing it across their mouth. Yeah. Wonderful technique. I'm not sure I'm a true believer in that (laughs) technique, by the way. It's it's illegal. I know. They shorten the length of the leaders and everything you can have out there. I I see it up in Alaska and I'll tell you, they do it a little bit different up there. They got that. If they had a treble hook on there, they'd be using it every time. They'd be releasing fish one after another, the foul hooked. But there's yeah. so many fish up there. Well, yeah. Alan, if you had your druthers, where would you be heading tomorrow? Probably on the San Joaquin, my old stomping grounds, and I'd be fishing anywhere there's a flat. You know that the boat will probably sit in like seven, eight feet of water, casting into two to five feet. That's where I'd be looking. I was thinking, what's that old house out there, Kent? The old club was Hilton it house? the Hilton House? Hilton House, yeah, yeah. Pressers Point, good yeah. area. Yeah, that's kind of a spot that I used to go to a whole bunch. Drop the anchor there in about 20 feet, and you can have all the shallow and all the deep you want. Venice Island, Little Venice, all that area. I just know the old Hilton Club. As soon as I throw that out, we're going to start getting cards and letters. Yeah, they'll be packed around there, and then we'll get a letter from the old Hilton House will send us a letter. No, it was for sale the other day. About six months ago, the Duck Club and everything was for sale. I was actually going to call you. (laughs) No. (laughs) Don't need a Duck Club. Don't. Alan, we would we would mow the grass if Sepp would buy us the Hilton Duck Club at the Delta, wouldn't yeah, we? They'd mow yeah, the heck yeah. They'd yeah. mow the grass the day before season opens. Absolutely. We'd make sure, Sepp, that your duck club was in great shape when the, you 
didn't come. And that used to there. be Alan Fong that joined <laughs> us on here on the show. We're just looking yeah. out for you. Alan, thanks for hooking up with us. And folks, if you need anything as far as your tackle, rods, reels, downriggers, electronics, it's all there. And if you can't get it, if you can't drive down to the stores and, and, Manteca, Fairfield, and right here in Sacramento, they've got the internet. You can order it, and chances are you'll get it the very next day or immediately thereafter. They get it out quick to you. So stop by your favorite store and take care of business. Go ahead. What were you going to say? Nothing. Oh, okay. Well, (laughs) Well, we're pretty stocked up, and we got a lot of new stuff. So come on in and see us. You got it, my friend. I appreciate you joining us once again here on the show. You take care, and I'll see you out there on the water. On the wrong day right. again, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Tell Alan, me what day you're going. I'll go the opposite. Yeah, I hear you. You just keep me posted, too, so I don't screw up. We'll have it figured out <laughs> eventually. Right. You know, even a blind squirrel finds a nut every now and then, and I'm looking for one. Alan Fogg with Fisherman's Warehouse. Thank you, Alan. Play the clothes. If you're looking for the newest from Shimano, you'll see it first at Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. From Shimano's freshwater rods and reels to offshore tackle to conquer even the hardest fighting game fish, Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores and Shimano have it all. Join Gate Crasher Fishing and Captain Zach Medinas for an epic fishing adventure on California's Delta, San Francisco Bay, or out the gate. For professionalism and great service, join Gate Crasher Fishing for an impressive trip that will keep you returning season after season, no matter what species you pursue. Captain Zach believes in the tradition of harvesting sustainable fish, such as king salmon, rock cod, halibut, and striped bass, seasonally, and also fishes white sturgeon. Great for corporate team building, family recreation, or friends just having fun. Book now for the trip of your lifetime. Call Gate Crasher Fishing, 925-497-7171. And learn more at GateCrasherFishing.com. Come on out and experience our difference. Hook up. Since 1952, Scotty has been recognized for product excellence, and their entire line of downriggers and accessories is unmatched in performance and dependability. With full-size and compact models available for both freshwater and saltwater, Scotty has downrigger for every on-the-water need. Scotty Downriggers, isn't it time you joined the Scotty team? No one makes a more reliable, powerful, and efficient lineup of outboard motors than Mercury Marine. Backed by decades of innovation and leadership, Mercury Outboards from 2.5 to 400 horsepower are built to go the distance. Mercury Outboards are the ultimate combination of smooth and quiet operation, refined power, and effortless control. Check out the full line at Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon. Their trained sales staff will help you select the right boat and the right Mercury Outboard for power. It all adds up to the most popular engines on the market today. Mercury Marine and Gone Fishing Marine. For boaters who settle for nothing but the best, go boldly with Mercury. Brad's sight, scent, and vibrations. That's what makes Brad's super baits and cut plugs killers for salmon, trout, and kokanee. And here's a tip. If you haven't tried the kokanee and mini cut plugs for midday salmon, large trout, or landlocked kings, you're absolutely missing out on the action. Brad's killer fish is the truest running J-plug on the market. Just ask the NorCal guides. It's quickly becoming the go-to plug for solid hookups. Check Brad's out at your favorite tackle retailer or at Brad's Killer Fishing Gear on Facebook or Instagram. Committed to 
Excellence Brad's Killer Fishing Gear makes products for the avid fisherman and beginner alike, and all products are fisherman tested and fish approved. For high thrust power, performance, and portability, pick up the Yamaha T9.9 High Thrust 4-Stroke. Its streamlined design is up to 12% lighter than previous high thrust models. Still, it delivers up to twice the thrust of comparable two-strokes. It's the perfect kicker and a great choice for sailboats, john boats, or deep Vs. Any small craft that begs maximum muscle in an efficient lightweight package needs the Yamaha T9.9 High Thrust 4-Stroke. Pick one up at Bucks Outport, 2750 47th Ave in Sacramento. Family operated for over 50 years, Bucks carries the full line of Yamaha parts and accessories and has service you can count on. Bucks Outboard, the sportsman's choice. 916-428-3917 or BucksOutboard.com. Hi, Lenny Lapinta here for Bucks Outboard. I'm inviting you to come down and check out our full line of Yamaha Outboards. Great deals going on right now. You can catch us on the web at www.bucksoutboard.com or give me a call at 916-428-3917. I'll be waiting for you. Lance is the leader of marine electronics, design and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology. They're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new Live Series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines Lowrance Chirp with side-scan and down-scan imaging, allowing anglers to quickly search fish-holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lowrance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high-performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lowrance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lowrance.com. Lowrance is the perfect locator for you. Now, now here's USAFishing.com's Mike Ogney with our Salt Water Bay and Coastal Report. Good morning, Mr. Ogney. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? Uh, we're doing well. There must be a lot of excitement and talk going on out there with the big crab season due to open up here in about a week. I was really excited on this last segment here. Uh, can't You didn't tell me Uncle Sepp was going to buy us a duck club. Not happen. a duck club. Uncle Sepp's going to buy us the Hilton Duck Club at the Delta. You know I'm going to start getting notes that guys want in on Isn't the Isn't that club. great? And the biggest question is whether he's going to continue the fireworks show. <laughs> <laughs> there will be fireworks if I buy it. I guess we need to put a disclaimer out that Uncle Sepp is not buying us the Hilton Duck Club. <laughs> no, no. And that is not a corporate RV either. Mm. Golden Mallard out of the question? Yeah. yeah. You okay, can well. Much, you can pretty much wrap that one up. Well, Mr. Ogney, well, tell hey. us what's going on with crab right now. I know there's guys sitting on the edges of their seats right now. I'll, I'll, I'll wrap up with uh, last week's segment real quick. We uh, did end up with uh, limits of, uh, of uh, ducks. It wasn't, it wasn't a real impressive strap, but all three of us had, had our one sprig, and there was a lot of, a lot of wide bills on there and, uh, and, and a, a, a few teal. So it was spoonies, teal, sprig, but we got limits by 10 o'clock in the, uh, the morning. So it was a, it was a great opening day. And on the crab front, we're just waiting on the, uh, department to come out. They have done their flyovers and, uh, there are still whales offshore. We're just waiting for the decision to come down from, the director, if we're going to get to open, what is so frustrating here, Sepp, and we've been, you and I have been talking about it for weeks, is that there has been zero entanglements from the sport fleet on this. And the sport fishery, what it is worth to these coastal communities, especially like Half Moon Bay, um, the boats out of Emeryville, 
Berkeley, Bodega Bay. Bodega Bay, we have we have dozens, we have hundreds of vacation rental homes up there where these people come up and they rent a home, they bring their boats, they bring their families, they bring their friends. And yeah, it, it just, you know, it gets very it gets very crowded up there, but you know it's it's opening day and it's it's what some of the businesses on the coast need. These communities be, count on these successful. situations. It's gonna set them even further back in this COVID enhanced BS that we're putting up with everywhere right now. It's already bad enough and it looks like they're still up in the air whether they're gonna close it or not. They shouldn't even be thinking about that. Zero entanglements Please. last year. Zero run businesses when you don't even know if you're going to have certain seasons. How this can is, how can they even plan? How can they plan in retail stores what products they should carry? You know how I just can't believe that we wait till the last minute to do everything, and this is all based on a lawsuit. Go ahead, tell them that real quick. An agreement that the Department of Fish and Wildlife, obviously the director and the lawyers and everybody agreed with, with the Center for Biological Diversity, they're scared of a potential lawsuit because they've threatened them. Is that the case with a $1 billion lawsuit if one whale is wrapped up in a sport fishing rope? And we take, and we, and we take zero on, on the sport fishing side. There has been entanglements on the commercial side, but not in recent years. Well, let's real quick. Let's tell the the shipping industry takes scores of whales every year, and we turn a blind eye to 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 that. And it's just so frustrating that we can't even run our businesses because we're waiting on the word from the director if we're going to open or not. But we know what's up. We are going to open. We got some gear that that we can use that falls under the uh, the uh, the uh, hoop gear exclusion side so no matter what we're going to get gear in the water we're going to go fishing and we're not going to tangle up any whales we're going to be safe but we're going to get our get our customers on crab and we're going to do it the best way that that, that we know how well i certainly hope that uh, the department of fish and wildlife uses the best science available in their decision making process instead of making another political decision we need our fisheries. We need our whales. These communities need this. And I know the director of Fish and Wildlife knows this. And if he decides to close it, somebody's putting pressure on a lot of people to shut it down. And I can't believe it's because of the potential entanglement of sport fishing ropes with whales. You can fish in less than 200 feet of water and get everything you need. How many times do you see whales in there that tight? Not often at all. Most of these whales are outside of the of the fifty fathom line, which is three hundred feet of of water. So if they restricted us to where we normally fish, anyways, which is for most of us is sub two hundred feet, we're not going to be entangling any any whales. There's not going to be any effect whatsoever from the sport gear. But they look at the sport gear the same way that they look at commercial gear. Well. On the commercial side, there's 171,000 registered pots. The entire party boat fleet from Monterey to the Oregon border has fewer than 1,600. And I know that because I personally counted them with another person. We contacted every business. There's fewer than 1,600 versus on the commercial side, there's 171,000. And we've been lumped in with those guys, and it's just it's just wrong. Around one half. Allowed this. One half. 
of 1% of the nets by sport fishermen compared to commercial. Folks, if they close it, it's a political decision. And the red buoys you have to have are not available this year. <laughs> and I bet, and I bet they run out of, up. and I bet they run out of the little validation tags you have to have too. Only after you spent money with the Department of Fish and Wildlife on them, Sep. Well, I certainly hope the department does not do something silly and close crab fishing to cost hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars to the small businesses up and down our coast. If it's their intent to put small businesses out of business, close it. Because that, that's out, what you're doing. Just, just the outdoor pro shop in Runner Park probably sells in excess of $100,000 in crab gear ahead of this opener. Yeah. That's just one small business. And that's just, and that's just one tiny segment of that small business. And the, the implications of closing this are so wide ranging, not just to, not just to fishermen, but it affects the vacation rental owner. It Absolutely. affects the, the stores, the hotels, you know, the gas, it goes on and on and on. The implications for this are, are much wider than most people even realize. All right. Well, we're going to have to leave it at that this morning and keeping our fingers crossed that the director does what is right for sport fishing and not following through and bowing to the threats of a potential lawsuit for entanglements out there. My God, there hasn't been any. All right. I'm off that subject, and we're going to take a quick break. Yeah, if I'm on the soapbox, and that's where I'm going to – no, I'm not. I'm going to get off of it you know, right the con- now. The condor could eat uh, something that was shot with a lead bullet, too, Sep. But, yeah. oh, yeah, no, it, that didn't happen either. Never no, mind. No, that didn't happen either. They have no medical proof of that either. All right, let's take a quick break, get out of here, come back for the second hour, and have more fun. It's not over yet. Stick around for more fishing, hunting, and outdoor action in the second hour of the award-winning California Sportsman with Sepp Hendrickson. Coming up next. Quail Point Hunt Club offers sportsmen affordable upland game bird hunts starting at only $80. For pheasant, quail, and chucker on 2,000 acres of natural cover in the rolling hills near Zamora. And their new and challenging sporting clays course is one of the finest in the state. Hone your shooting skills, enjoy the day hunting the field, or start your dog on a training program. Located only 30 minutes from Sacramento and one hour from the Bay Area, Quail Point Hunt Club and Olive Hill Kennels offer California sportsmen the best in upland shooting sports. Check them out on the web at quailpoint.com. Now, here's owner David Martin. Good morning, sportsmen. Upland game and waterfowl season is coming up quick. It's time to start thinking about getting your dog up to speed. For waterfowl, work on conditioning, bumper drills, and being steady until released. For upland game, work on conditioning, quartering back and forth, and stopping and standing still with the will command, especially with distractions. If you need some help, call to book a lesson or to drop off your dog for a couple weeks of preseason tune-up to 530-735. 6517 or check out olivehillkennels.com. 
If you're looking for the latest from Shimano, Fisherman's Warehouse Stores are your Shimano headquarters for Northern California. With locations in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield, Fisherman's Warehouse and their knowledgeable employees will help you make the right selections for all of your angling needs. The new Shimano Stratic C300, C400, and 500 models will increase your hookup rate and are equipped with Shimano's cross-carbon drag system. From Shimano's freshwater spinning and casting rods and reels to deep-sea saltwater angling, Fisherman's Warehouse and Shimano have it all. Be sure to check out our online store at Fisherman'sWarehouse.com. Lawrence is the leader in marine electronics design and manufacturing, and their new live series of fish finders are state-of-the-art for today's anglers and light years ahead of the competition. From entry-level finders to the most sophisticated Lawrence Electronics on the market, Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Manteca, Sacramento, and Fairfield have it all. And their trained sales staff will help you find the exact unit you need. Fisherman's Warehouse and Lawrence Electronics, providing sportsmen with the ultimate high-performance fish-finding features and the best possible pricing. Check out the new Lawrence Live and the full line of Lawrence products at your favorite Fisherman's Warehouse location. I got a garage full of fishing tackle, and every time I get out on the water, I realize I forgot something important. But I never forget my life jacket. I make sure my buddies wear theirs, too. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Well, welcome back to more of Seth's Saturday Morning Outdoors with California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass. We've got our second hour coming up, and we're going to start it off with Captain James Netzel, Tidelines Guide Service. He's got info on stripers, river salmon, and he was duck hunting last week, too. We'll check in on his results. Steve Carson's back from a one-and-a-half-day trip. That's the kind Kent and I need. Get there that night, sleep, get on the grounds, fish that day, and get back in so you don't talk to God all day on the big white phone. David Martin, it's a weekend after the big wet opener last weekend. He'll tell you all about Quail Point and what they have to offer. Sean Rainsberger is going to join us live from Donner Lake. He's up there catching Max and Browns today after great kokanee fishing, late season kokanee fishing two weeks ago. And Dave Hurley, the editor of Western Outdoor News, hooks up with us at the end of the show with great fishing opportunities for you. So let's waste no time. Let's go to Captain and James Netzel right now and check in on, well, first let's check and see what his duck hunt was like last weekend. Good morning, Captain. We don't have to talk about my duck hunting. Hey, I'm, I, just so the listeners know, I'm a way better fisherman than I am a duck hunter. In other words, you had, I like hunting. You probably didn't get too many, eh? No, I shot quite a few times, but I, uh, my problem is I, I keep buying these left-handed shotgun shells, and I need to find right-hand shotgun shells. They're hard to find. They'll be coming out with them soon. They'll be made out of bubble gum, too, by the way. Good. James, uh, duck hunting was up and down all over the state for folks, and obviously it was down up in your neck of the woods, but things are likely to improve. It looks like for the next couple of weeks we're going to have like 15 to 25% chance of rain. Temperatures down in the low 60s, mid 60s, and maybe jumping up to 70 once in a while. It looks like perfect weather for this kind of situation. If they get the wind and everything, you got the dripper. What do they call that in the morning? Enough dew on my truck this morning. I could have washed it. So that's yeah, dripper no fog. Is that what they call it? Those are the yeah, plenty of opportunities. That's the ones that get your boat seats wet and then you run somewhere, then you got to dry them off again. You move somewhere else, you got to dry them off again. Otherwise, you get wet butt. Yeah, that's right. Be 
drying off the wet butt most of the time, though, doesn't it? James, the yeah. River King salmon fishing, there have got to be a bunch of salmon moving up the system right now. I'm seeing some chromers being caught. I'm hearing fish on the American being caught, sometimes up to as many as 20 fish being caught by one guy at a time. What are you hearing, and what are you seeing when you're out there on the water with these fish? It's uh, scooting through the... I'm definitely not on the river. Uh, I, I value my prop uh, after running after ruining a lower unit last year. I'm definitely not going to ruin one this year. Uh, there, there's there's too big a, too big of stuff floating down the river to uh, to fish it. Uh, and I know some people are, are out. I don't think you control right now. Their uh, friend of mine went out yesterday, and he said by the time he got started working on his second rod to get it out, the first one was all gunked up with debris. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff rolling along the bottom. There's a lot of stuff that's just floating at different levels in the river system and a lot of stuff you never even see that can roll up on you and cause some problems. So be very yeah, cautious you, out there. If you're fishing on anchor, uh, don't, you know, make sure you got a good knife because uh, if a tree hits your uh, anchor rope, it'll, it'll swamp your boat before you get a chance to untie it. It's better just cut your anchor. Exactly. Have, have, have a safety ball out there. Well, that's a very protective thing to do. You know, the king salmon fishing this time of year, normally you guys would be out there pulling brads, uh, cut bait lures or whatever through the water and hooking up and everything. But with water a little off color and all the crap in there, it's going to have to clear a little bit before that action really starts picking up. Yeah, off color is good, better better than the clear water that we had. But just there's just so much junk floating in with it. But I'm having Scott coming down here for the NorCal Guys and Sportsman's Dinner. He's talking uh, Scott Call, the owner of Brad's Fishing, is coming down for the dinner. Yeah, so we're, we're going to get him out Saturday. I, I, I'm pretty sure the water, water will be cleared up by then, so we'll be out there catching some late fall uh, late fall run uh, salmon. Now, don't get, don't get it mixed up. These aren't late fall run. They're late fall run. <laughs> there's it's late and late, late, and then there's early winter, and there's everything else. Get out there and catch yeah, illegal they, fish. That's all you got to do. Yeah, they're, 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 it's different fish than the than the fall run. It's it's the prized prized fish of the, of the river, uh, butterballs, big, uh, hard fighting, and full of scales. Uh, great fish. You just not as, not as many of them, but when there wasn't that many uh, fall run fish, the late fall run. Well, might be looking pretty good. Well, the other thing that's looking good right now is the Delta. If you're in the right place at the right time out there on the right tide, it's Striper City, isn't it? It is. And, you know, everywhere we stopped uh, the other day, we, we caught fish. Uh, it wasn't it wasn't red hot. as like we weren't going through a bunch of uh, shakers. I think we caught five or six shakers all day. Uh, but uh, it, it's saves you saves the pocketbook when the minnows are two bucks a piece and your mud sucker three dollars a piece ouch uh, so ouch. yeah well i might you don't become as a... many mud suckers as you do minnows because minnows as soon as they die they're almost worthless but mud suckers work better when they're dead uh in fact if you get a mud sucker and you got a striper in your box take that mud sucker and rub it on the inside of that striper's mouth somehow that sense on the inside of their mouth is deadly for more stripers and uh uh, yeah, I have clients like, yeah, I want a new new mud shark. I'm like, okay, I'll take your old one. You can have a brand new one because them old ones are way better than new ones. Well, whatever the fish wants, that's what they're going to take. No doubt about it. James, uh, silver, or excuse me, striper fishing's one thing. Silver salmon, bright salmon moving up the systems is another. And duck season's out there too. I have a feeling you're going to be doing more fishing than duck hunting. 
Yeah, probably so. Uh, I we get we get in those November knolls, uh, not the best duck hunting for for uh, for where I am. I do like Kent does. He waits till January first before he puts on his waders. In the middle of December. That's pretty yeah. much. Yeah, late late December, January. You, uh, you you won't find a fishing pole in my hand. I'll be duck hunting every day. That's what but, it's uh, all about. Well, right. James, give them the hookup information real quick. We got to be moving on here as well as the phone number so they can get a hold of you and get out with you. Yeah, no problem. It's uh, fishtightlines.com, and uh, phone number is 888-975-0990. All right, partner, you have a great one. Thanks for sharing with our listeners. We all appreciate it, my friend. All right, you take care. Bye-bye. James Netzel with Tightlines Guide Service. Well, Mr. Brown, what do you got for us? Oh, yeah, that. Oh, yeah, but there's something else. What were we going to talk about? Oh, we were going to talk about the fact I just got a message uh, John Caulfield wants in on uh, the Duck Club. You're buying us as well. Okay, okay. if I get a hundred more, he's people. got a weekend. He's got a weekend or two. He can help mow the lawn too. So perfect, perfect. Yeah. I told you they'd be calling. He also said that all those buoys are floating in a container somewhere offshore. Ah, the little red like ones. They that need them for. to put on the crab traps offshore, but they can't get them out of the container offshore. To, to, to maybe the they can pick so them they up. can go back. Maybe they can just maybe go out to the swing boat. by and they can throw them to you. Yeah, swing by. They can probably find the right bin that they're loaded in. It's time for Gun Owners of California. 52 Guns of 52 Weeks announcement. Uh, the U.S. Supreme Court hears arguments on the New York State and Rifle Pistol Association uh, versus Gruen, an important Second Amendment case regarding concealed carry. Uh, may affect all of our Second Amendment rights. Yeah, and that's going to be next Wednesday. Yeah, it'll be interesting so to hear. What follow comes along. From what's going to happen? Winner number forty-four of the twenty twenty-one Gun Owners of California fifty-two guns, fifty-two weeks raffle ticket number thirteen thirty-three. Zubin me. Engineer of Concord, California. You've got a Savage Axis Overwatch bolt action in seven mm eight. Going to kill a big animal. With well, Sam's making this harder for us to read every week. He likes it? to have those big yes, long he does. names. Yep. The staff's going to be giving you a call there, uh, Zubin, and uh, send you down to Sportsman's Warehouse to do all the proper paperwork. Gun owners of California, their 46th year of fighting for your gun rights. Excellent, excellent. You know, uh, Steve Carson took off on a uh, trip that we're going to cover here as soon as we Did get back from this. Did his trip get cut shorter? Is he a lot tougher than Smith and Well, he's Ish a lot those tougher than they are. Right. There's no question about it. He went out and yeah, fished, he but and he fish. was only on a day and a half, not a oh. five day. He wasn't out 200 miles or 100 run miles. run back to the dock like a bunch of sissies. But we're going to find out here in just a minute when okay. we get back from this quick break. Hit it! Tidelines Guide Service and Captain James Netzel offers professionally guided trips from Sierra and Foothill Lakes to the Feather and Sacramento Rivers and the productive California Delta. Whether it's trolling a favorite lake for trout, kokanee, or landlocked salmon, or fighting a 50-pound king on the river, James Netzel and Tidelines Guide Service guarantee an enjoyable, comfortable one-on-one experience in one of his two fully rigged boats. A 22-foot Bolton Pro Ski Skiff that seats five for fishing lakes and a 23-foot Rogue Jet Chinook that can comfortably seat six. Used for the river and Delta waterways. Fish the peak times with one of the best. Folsom Lake Rainbows in January and February. Delta Stripers and Orville Kings from late February through May. Stampede and Lake Tahoe Kokanee and Mackinac are targeted from April through September. Then, it's back to the Valley Rivers for the annual King Salmon Runs. Check out fishtightlines.com or call toll-free 888-975-0990. Licensed, bonded, insured, and permitted on all waters fished. monster. 
Avoid the hassles. Go with Tidelines Guide Service and share an enjoyable day on the water loaded with fun and memories with family or friends. There's a feeling you get when you're fishing. A rush of anticipation and adrenaline. It's all about your presentation and that tug at the end of the line. Tournament and recreational anglers need strong, sharp, and reliable hooks because every bite counts. You'll land more and bigger fish. Fish like a pro with Owner Hooks. Owner Hooks, available at Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Fairfield, Sacramento, and Manteca, or their online store at Fisherman'sWarehouse.com. Check out the full line at OwnerHooks.com. Owner, simply the best hook on the market. Heard of Brad's complete line of super baits, cut plugs, and killer fish for salmon, trout, and kokanee? How about Brad's crankbaits for bass or stripers? You're covered with over 100 colors and sizes, running true right out of the box. Bass professionals on tour use Brad's Wigglers when searching for bass on the bike. Find Brad's products, including Made in the USA Terminal Tackle at local retailers, and check out Brad's Killer Fishing Gear on Facebook or Instagram. Committed to excellence, Brad's Killer Fishing Gear makes products for the avid fishermen and beginner alike, and all products are fisherman tested and fish approved. He's not just my fishing buddy. After 30 years, he's a brother, and I'd sure hate to lose him. His bass boat's got nothing to do with it. So I make sure both of us wear a life jacket. Save the ones you love, even if they don't own a fancy boat. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. It's time for Pure Fishing's Pro Staff Tip of the Week. Brought to you by Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare. Manufacturers of the finest in fishing tackle and related products. Turn up the volume and listen close. We're sharing tips, techniques, latest innovations, the newest products, and legendary fish catching tactics from cold water, warm water, and salt water pros. They'll tell you how they did it with a little help from their friends at Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare. All you have to do is pay attention and then go fishing. All I got to do is find the right buttons to push. And joining us right now, the director of Penn Fishing Universities, our own senior tuna, Mr. Steve Carson, back from a trip on the, I love the name of the boat you were on, my friend. Our own senior tuna joins us now. Good morning, guy. Good morning, Sep. And yeah, the boat was the new Luan and one of those interesting twists of fishing fate um, I'm not sure if he's actually still working on the California Dawn, but the cook all summer long on the California Dawn was the grandson of the guy who built and first owned and captained the new Loan way, way back in the late 1960s, early 70s in San Diego. What would happen uh, if you took that hyphen out in new Loan? Well, it would be new, it could be Lois and Ann, which would be a typical, you know, na- way to name your boat. Uh, after important women in your life, or, right. or apparently, according to the young man who was the uh, the cook on the on the Caldon, it definitely was meant to mean a financial transaction. That's right, the new that loan. Was, <laughs> that was not a coincidence that it came out that way. I'm certain it wasn't. I saw that and I went, he did that on purpose. Well, tell us about your trip, Steve. Day and a half run out there. How far did you go? Well, we went 120 miles. And um, uh, we opted that the weather was very uncertain, as I'm sure you've heard from James Smith and Ish Monroe. Yes. Uncertain is the, is the operative word. And uh, I, I want Kent Brown to explain why, with all the satellites we have up in space, we can't even get an accurate weather forecast for 12 hours in advance. <laughs> that's just – that's just – so we, we chickened out a little bit on the weather, and we headed south. 
and I need to add the trip just before mine on the new Loan uh, made national news this week. You may have seen it. Uh, they were out in the tuna area, you know, fishing literally at midnight. It was quite literally midnight. There was nobody else out there. And they saw, like, a little flashing light. Like, what the heck is that? Is that a cell phone? Is that a kayaker that got blown 100 miles out in the middle of the night with a storm coming? It was 16 people in a little ponga boat with two coyotes driving the boat. And I don't mean the ones that look like little dogs. Not four-legged. And no water, no food, no gas, drifting towards the open ocean, big storm coming. Hmm. And uh, they they summoned the Coast Guard. They were so far out. They were 100 miles out. It took the Coast Guard three hours to get there. And uh, But but the, the people were all rescued, and uh, the boat went about their business and managed to catch a bunch of fish. Um, now, like I said, that was a trip just before mine. And, in fact, Captain and owner Marsh, Marcus Bedak um, on Friday was presented with an award by the Coast Guard. And the most unusual thing about it was we never knew Marcus had a suit. Wow. <laughs> so so, so that, was, that was all the national news. Our trip was, was good. You know, we didn't have red-hot fishing, but, you know, we had some nice fishing. We had uh, about 50 yellowtail. We had about 40 skipjack tuna. We had probably the last three Dorado of the year, and we had about five yellowfin tuna. But the bluefin tuna, we did, we opted not to go out and brave the weather and, and chase them. We went the other way where the weather was a little better. But when the weather came down yesterday, uh, a couple boats did go out there. And not just the 100-pounders, but the 200-pounders are still out there. They're still biting. It's I, My mind is officially blown. <laughs> if these if these weather storms, you know, I mean, typically every year in California, between the middle of the end of October or maybe the first week of November, you know, we get a cold storm and the summer fish are gone. That's just the way it's worked for 50 years. But we've already had two cold storms, and the minute the weather comes back down and the boats can go back out to the area, the bluefin tuna are still there. They're still biting. They're still huge. Uh, I I. And beyond being able to explain it, all I can tell you is, if you think you like fishing, why the heck are you? have you not been out there? Other than it's really hard to get a ticket, and so you've got to buy your seats way in advance. Well, one of the things they can do is they can get on a waiting list, too, can't they? And get a call yeah, if, yeah. There's, if there's spots. So don't be shy. Say, hey, can I get on a waiting list for one of them? You guys give me a call because I can show up tomorrow if need be. Yeah, just about all the all the trips do have waiting lists. There are already names on the waiting list because that's not a secret. Um, really, the, the way to do it is just to book far in advance. I mean, think about, okay, you would, you would want to uh, think about any, any top guide, uh, you know, on the river. You're going to go salmon fishing or steelhead fishing or whatever, and you want to book it on a Saturday, you know, three days in advance. Won't be happening. Okay? These, uh, I have most of my trips for 2022 are already full. We've been pushing this, as you well know, uh, over a year in advance for the long-range trips and certainly months in advance for the short-range, especially with everyone just dying to get out and do something, especially with crab getting ready to open and all the stuff that's going on out there. 
it's it's time. It's this time of year. And Steve, I remember when you used to say, "Boy, we got some albacore only forty miles off," and now look what you got. Man, living in San Diego isn't all that bad, is it? Well, yeah, no, not at all. As a matter of fact, but but yeah, um, the fleet in San Diego is different than anything else in, in the world. In that, wherever the fish are. You know, if they're 20 miles out, that's cool. You know, okay, great. It gives you more fishing time. If they're 100 miles out, there were actually a couple of boats. We went, we went, you know, in the 125-mile range to look for our fish. We did okay. And a couple of boats on the same length trip that we were on, that's day and a half, uh, went 140, 150 miles. And there were boats on extended trips, uh, you know, three-dayers that went 200 miles. The boats are set up for it. They're comfortable. They're safe. Uh, the food is great. Actually, it's too good, but that's like another whole whole different story. Um, uh, like I say, if you like fishing, well, t- again, take a look at James Smith and Ish Monroe, two of the best, most experienced anglers anywhere. They fish all the time. And once I seduced them into coming down and doing that, you'll notice that, all that other stuff they used to do is just not as important. It's all gone by the wayside. It's just fish is freshwater so we can make enough money to go saltwater fishing. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and he's not the only one of our friends that do that. That's right. <laughs> well, Steve, it's great to hear such great action down there in the San Diego area. My nephew lives down there. I'm sure he'll be out hanging at the piers here pretty soon, too. It's great to have the great information, the great bite that we're experiencing right now. I hope it continues, but you know the way that works. Mother Nature's in charge of this situation. Oh, yeah. Oh, she she is definitely in charge. But uh, uh, it's San Diego, so when there's not an actual storm passing through, the weather is, is quite literally perfect. There is no weather. There isn't any. So, uh, you know, uh, I, I would say come on down, but the boats are all sold out. So <laughs> I would say... Get on the internet, check all three of the landings. Uh, that's Point Loma Sport Fishing, Fisherman's Landing, H&M Sport Fishing. Uh, check the boats, and you know, um, sometimes you'll you'll see it. it'll pop up. Somebody will call up, they'll cancel, and boom, it'll fl- it'll flash up on the website for an hour before somebody jumps on it. Well, that's your so, answer, folks. If you want to go right away, start checking it out. If you want to go down the line, make your reservations now. Steve Carson, Senior Tuna, the Director of Penn Fishing Universities, thanks for sharing with us this morning. We appreciate it, my friend. Thanks, Seth. All right, you take care. You know, last weekend was the opener out of Quail Point, Kent. We weren't out there. I have pheasants had webbed feet out there last I Saturday, think Sunday, you're probably right. And uh, I kind of just sat in the house watching it all come down thinking, boy, I wouldn't want to be walking around I, chasing the pheasants. I drove today. up to the ranch, Seth, to just see just see the honkers and ducks that were on the ranch. Yeah, it was perfect duck hunt from the cab of the truck that day. Let yeah, me tell I'm you telling you, we could have had one from the back patio. At yeah, my house ran, around, ran around the ranch for a couple hours, and uh, that was all good. Well, let's check in with the owner of Quail Point Hunt Club and Olive Hill Kennels, Mr. David Martin, joins us on a very dry weekend where things are starting to turn green and grow fast. Good morning, Mr. Martin. Good morning, fellas. How are we doing this morning? We are doing great. Tell yeah, us do about... you miss us? Yeah, do you miss us? <laughs> yes, of course. Of course. <laughs> you bet. Way too quick an answer. He's lying. <laughs> well, David, you lion sack. Uh, tell us what's going on last weekend uh, out there for your very wet opener. 
Well, I tell you, we had a we had Saturday was sold out. Had a great day. Birds flew good, and then Sunday we got seven inches of rain. It cleared <laughs> up all the dust. The grass is starting. To, it's already popping up on Tuesday. Hey, it was uh, popping up the next day. Grass was yeah, growing yeah. in my house. Yeah, no, this is uh, this is the best conditions we've had in probably eighteen twenty years uh, for October uh, for opening day. But the last couple of years we haven't uh, had any rain till Thanksgiving. So this is a huge blessing for us. It's it's. it's it's amazing. And it's great because it really busts up a lot of the old stuff, all the old stands of weeds and everything that are out there. And the coolest part about it is you got moisture in the morning, so you got scent sticking to everything out there, making it easier for the dogs to work. Tell our listeners how it works out at Quail Point, David. Yeah, so you can just call up. You can uh, book a reservation for either a day shoot or just use your bird card over the course of the season. Um Tell us how many guys you got in your group, how many birds you'd like to have planted. Show up any time after 7 a.m. You don't have to be here at the crack of dawn. You can show up at 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. We plan at noon, 1 o'clock. Just let me know what time you're thinking about being here. Uh, when you get here, we'll check you in, give you a map, show you how to get down to your field. You'll head down to your parking spot. One of my guys will meet you down there in about 15, 20 minutes, stop and talk to you, maybe answer any questions you might have about your field specifically once you get there and can see it. Hey, real and quick, toss, toss in a little yeah. info about uh, how they'll plant custom for you for your dog and for training, too. Yeah, it's early season, especially, and for young pups. You know, you let us know if you want them spread up, spread way apart, put them close together. We can flag them. Uh, we can do multiple plants so you don't have so many birds out in the field. Every Whatever you want, we will do. Uh, we'll give you some advice if you need it. Uh, but we want to do what's best for your, your early season hunt, for your young dog. If you've got an older dog that's, that's just, you know, really good hunting dog, uh, we'll spread them out, make it a tougher hunt. Uh, whatever you're looking to do, we'll do for you. Well, it's a great deal out there, folks. It's a wonderful opportunity for training your dogs. I remember going back every year, taking my dogs out there and letting them just get up to speed on their own out there. And in they got in shape. They were ready to go. And one of the worst things you can do is just work a dog to death out there. Just keep him going, keep him going and getting him to drop. People don't carry enough water, in my opinion, but I bet every one of your ponds yeah. are full out there right now. You know, they're not. I went over on Monday and checked them out after we got all that rain, and they are dry as a bone. But this ground was super dry, yeah. lots of cracks. And, yeah, lots but, of cracks. Uh, that one at, what is it, 8 and 10 over there that I shoot a lot? 5 and 10. 5 yeah, and five 10. And 10. That I, pond is dry? That had not an ounce of water in the bottom of it, but all the cracks are gone. So we got a good base. We get a little more rain. looks like Monday and Wednesday. Uh, it might start filling up sooner than later. So. I'll th- give them the open and close dates on everything so they'll know when you're around and when you're not. And... Don't forget to mention Olive Hill Kennels. Have you got any pups out there with nice smiles on their face? Uh, we do have a litter of Griffons right now. Uh, they're five weeks old. Uh, we're going to start calling folks this week that are on the waiting list, and uh, we may or may not have one or two available, but uh, we got to get through our list first. So if you think you're interested, give us a call. We'll uh, we'll put you at the bottom of the list. And uh, we've had people that are number 20 on the list with eight puppies in a litter and still get one because other folks are not ready or have gotten one in the meantime. So. Uh, don't don't let the, the list intimidate you. But we're open at Quell Point now, Wednesdays through Sundays through March. Uh, uh, you can start. You can call and make reservations uh, up to thirty days out, and we shoot uh, eight a.m. or yeah, eight a.m. to three p.m. But you're not stopping all the sporting clays. That all continues too, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. We sure does. We had 175 guys out here Thursday. We raised a bunch of money for leukemia and had a cooked up 32 tri tips and had a great day. So. <laughs> Uh, you got a busy place out there. I remember when it was nice and calm and quiet. And now, yeah, yeah, now, we did. We're, we're going to do about a million and a half targets this year, but we're, we're throwing a lot of targets on the ground. How many birds? No, nah, I'm not going to ask you how many birds you are this year, but this will be a record <laughs> year, won't it? 
it's, it should be a good year. Yeah, we look to do about 22,000, 23,000 birds a year. <laughs> Holy Toledo. Remember the old man telling us if he could do 1,500 birds a year, he'd make money. <laughs> yep. Gary yeah, Davis down well. in, Gary Davis down in Arizona right now, kind of wondering what the hell did David do to get all that business? Got him he, out of he there. Him, <laughs> he called him book to hunt. He's going to be up for December 4th and be a customer going out and hunting in the field and uh, having a good time with his books. What day is that? December 4th. What day of the week? December 4th. Uh, I don't even know. I didn't look that far. I yet. might just have to show up and be one of his buds, whether he wants me there or not. David Martin yeah, at Quail but, Point Hunt Club, folks, you need to get up there and have some fun. If you're a duck hunter with a crappy dry blind, get on over to Quail Point, get your dog in shape, get yourself in shape and start suiting straight. David, thanks for hooking up with us. We'll talk to you again real soon. I want to hear more about Quail Point's hunts out there. You got it. Appreciate the, appreciate it, guys. Bye. David Martin with Quail Point Hunt Club and Olive Hill Kennels. Maryland, you can't have a Griffon. Get a Clue. Get a Clue is brought to you by Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville, your one-stop destination for everything for the great outdoors. The next time you're heading along the Highway 80 corridor, either west to the bay for stripers, sturgeon, or halibut, or east to your favorite lake or place to hunt, stop by the number one fishing and hunting destination just off the freeway, Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville. Whether you're looking for firearms, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, or the latest rods and reels from the top manufacturers, Tackle, fishing gear, or bait. You can be sure that guns, fishing, and other stuff will have it in stock. And now, here's today's Get a Clue. Hi, this is Marilyn. Weather patterns are definitely changing, and even though it's cooler but still pretty decent in our area, if you're planning a trip to go fishing in the Sierras like Eagle Lake or Almanor or Pyramid, go prepared. Take extra food and drinks, plus warm clothing and blankets. Temperatures do drop drastically at night, so take supplies to keep you warm. Carry chains for your vehicles, and based on forecast, you might need them. The law is that almost every vehicle on the road, including four-wheel drive, should have chains, plus any trailer that has brakes, including boat trailers. And practice putting them on so you'll know what to do when you need to. Get a clue. Fishing is so terrific this time of year, so go and enjoy. Take care of yourself. Stay safe. Till next week. You've driven past it for the last time. Now discover California's sportsman store that has it all at the right price. Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville. The first floor is dedicated to fishing and hunting gear, attire, and ammunition. But upstairs, it's a shooter's dream come true. With all the top shotguns, rifles, pistols, gear, and accessories you'll ever need, including an indoor shooting range to hone your skills. Make guns, fishing, and other stuff your outdoors destination of choice. Just off Highway 80 at the Alamo exit in Vacaville. Stop by soon or check them out on the web at gunsfishing.com. Get a clue. Guiding full-time since 1998, J.D. Ritchie Sport Fishing shares knowledge, experience, and professionalism on Northern California's exciting King Salmon and Steelhead Waters, in addition to his home-based fishing on Lake Tahoe. This year's River King Salmon return is forecast to be excellent, and Lake Tahoe is a proven producer of Mackinac, Kokanee, and Trout. Get in on the action. Go with the best. J.D. Ritchie. A light tackle specialist, J.D. furnishes the finest in tackle, and his 26-foot river wild boat with heated cabin is ready to get you into fish in comfort. Your catch will be 
cleaned and filleted with care. All you have to do is put them on the grill. Book your dates and don't miss out. Call J.D. Ritchie Sport Fishing at 916-952-1554. For more info and up-to-date fishing reports, check out thesportfisher.com. When you're looking for the latest in fishing gear, accessories, and live bait, Elkhorn Bait and Tackle is where you'll find everything you need for fishing fun. From trout to bass, sturgeon to stripers, and salmon to shad, there's a licensed and bonded guide behind the counter, and he freely shares tips, tricks, and top locations for action. Learn about curing rope from the pros and how to properly rig for success. And more important, Elkhorn Bait always has the best and largest selection of fresh baits like crawdads, minnows, pile worms, blood worms, night crawlers, and more, including frozen tray baits. Elkhorn Bait and Tackle, 20th Street and Elkhorn Boulevard west of Watt. 916-991-5298. Hey, they're also your local U-Haul dealer. Founded in 1958, Daiwa is considered to be one of the best rod and reel manufacturers in the world. And Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores stock the entire line of Daiwa products. That's why seasoned anglers select Daiwa's popular precision casting reels with and without built-in line counters. The Lexa 100 is perfect for trout and salmon trollers. And the Lexa 300 is top choice when trolling stripers and other large game fish. Whether trolling for your favorite game fish or searching the depths for your next trophy catch, Daiwa has the perfect reel. See the entire lineup from Daiwa at all Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. Don't miss a single show. California Sportsman with Seth Hendrickson is now broadcasting live streaming audio at seps.com and ultimatebassradio.com. And all shows are archived there, too. So now you can listen to live or archived shows on the Internet or download them to your iPod or MP3 player for listening whenever and wherever you want. Listen to us live on the Internet anywhere in the world with our new high-definition digital sound. California Sportsman, Saturday mornings from 6 to 8. Now there's no reason to miss a single show. It's time for RVing and Destinations, sponsored by Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Since 1970, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome has cared for their customers with warm, personal attention and high standards of product and service excellence. They offer customers great value in pricing on industry leaders such as Jayco, Winnebago, Newmar, and many more. You'll be amazed by the selection of new and used RVs, toy haulers, fifth wheels, trailers, and motorhomes, and the huge inventory to choose from. Recipient of the West Coast Dealer of the Year and multiple Best of awards, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome has become one of Northern California's highest volume RV dealers. And now, here's Sepp with another great reason to be outdoors and RVing. Hi, today I want to share a few common RV mistakes that are awful easy to make and awful expensive, too. Here's just a few of those common mistakes that we see all the time, and it might have happened a couple of times to us along the way, too, but... I'd never admit to that, like yanking out the electrical cord because I didn't unplug it from the box, but that's a whole nother story. Hey, before you leave the campground, always make sure you do a walk around. Observe and be sure you're properly disconnected and ready to drive. That means a lot of things. Pick up the carpet that you laid out there or the grass that you spread out. Make sure you got all your chairs collected. Make sure you get the dog pen. We once found a dog pen out in the middle of nowhere left when somebody left without walking around and taking it home. You also lose your pressure regulators sometimes, even those, the plug-ins for 30 amp and 50 amp. A lot of stuff gets left behind, including 
people leaving hoses connected to the side of their vehicle and the awning still out. Come on, you gotta look around a little bit. You know, it's so easy to get rattled and to overlook some things just to get in the vehicle and get home. Number two, don't use your stabilizing jacks to lift the RV. The stabilizing jacks are just supposed to help you take out the little wobble and the little slop from being parked around on your tires in your trailer or in your RV. The stabilizing jacks are not the same as self-leveling lifts. If you jack up those usually cranked up by hand or use a little drill thing to do it to get those stabilizers to touch the ground, if you try to lift your trailer, it's possible to drive that right through the floor and up inside your RV. So you might want to just use them as stabilizers and not as levelers. Talk about an expensive repair. Number three, not bringing in your awning when the wind starts blowing or leaving your awning out and you go someplace else to do something. It's best to roll it up and protect it. Oh, they can come out and fix it on the spot. No problem. A lot of RV companies will come out and do that. Expensive might be the word to use, though. You might want to make sure that awning is properly stored. Your TV antenna is cranked all the way down and not flying in the air as you head to an overpass. The other thing you might want to do, number four, driving an RV too fast. It takes a lot longer to stop these things. They're heavy. And your tires are not the best. So take your time, drive slow, enjoy your trip. And remember, you've got a lot larger braking distance when you go out there. The bottom line, check around. Make sure you don't have any problems before you pull away from your campsite. And have a good Stop by Manteca Trailer and Motorhome on Highway 120. Check the full inventory of new and used RVs, trailers, motorhomes, and a huge retail store and showroom with parts and accessories. The state-of-the-art service facility is one of the largest in the western states, featuring 30 bays to get you up to speed and back on your way RVing. Review the entire inventory at the MantecaTrailer.com website with photos and pricing or better yet, stop by and take a look. Low prices, huge selection, great service. There's no need to look any further. Manteca Trailer and Motorhome, catering to sportsmen around the west. We're not the biggest, we're the nicest. The Bob Davis people at Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Manteca! And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Well, I've saved a couple of minutes here, and I'm going to go live right now to Bodega Bay. We're going to climb on board the new Sea Angler with Captain Rick Powers for a quick message out there. Hopefully, he's at his phone right now. Let's find out. Good morning, Rick. Good morning, Seth. You are there. You're not wandering around on the boat someplace right now. Rick, everybody is concerned about Dungeness Crab right now. I know you're the old man on the sea. What's your opinion? What's going on? What's going to happen? You got about a minute and a half. All right, Seth. Well, we're waiting to hear from Director Bonham. Like uh, Mike uh, said earlier, we're waiting to hear what he has to say. All of our boats up and down the coast are absolutely booked solid. This is a weekend, Seth, that families look forward to uh, and have looked forward to for years. You know, the Dungeness Crabbing has been part of our industry for, for over the last 30 years. And people really, really enjoy this outing. It's a great way to recreate, bring home some good uh, rock cod, some ling cod, and bring home those big, tasty Dungeness crabs. But we're waiting for 
the director to give us a word and tell us what's up. I know there were some whales in the area. We should find out tomorrow, Seth. But I have to tell you, if this is delayed, um, you know, we, we take these reservations a long time in, in advance. And all the boats have been booked full to capacity. Uh, all, the, all of our hotels, all of the lodges, everything in our small coastal community is booked solid. So it's going to really cause uh, some unhappiness and uh, people are going to lose some, uh, some money too because they've got deposits and they're, these are vacations for folks. So we'll see what happens. We should find out tomorrow, Seth. Well, I know everybody's scared to death that the director's going to pull the pen on it, even with zero entanglement last year in sport fishing and, and whales and headed that way. It looks like this year. I just hope that the people use their brains and make the right decisions and not political decisions. That's the bottom line. There have been too many political decisions made in this state. And uh, let's go, Gavin, as far as I'm concerned. Good job, Gavin. You're doing great out there. But we need to make sure that this stays for the people, for the anglers, and for the sport fishermen that are out there, the charter boats, everyone, all the related businesses. This can crush businesses in California. I've said enough. I've been on the soapbox all day. Rick, any last comments? You know, Seth, you're absolutely right. And there's going to be a lot of unhappy people if we're held off. But we'll see what happens. It's not going to the decision, I, I believe, will happen Monday, not tomorrow. Yeah. We'll keep our fingers crossed that things turn out all right. There is some alternative gear that, that could be used in lieu of the, uh, of the traps. But we'll, we'll see what shakes down. We're uh, anxiously awaiting his word. I guess I should say. Well, I'm optimistically crossing my fingers and hoping that he does the right thing and not the wrong thing. Thank you so much for checking in with us, Rick. We appreciate it. Go ahead. One last comment. No, I just want to thank you for the support because uh, this is a, an important time and hopefully uh, hopefully the right decisions made. Thank you, Seth. You're very welcome. If we don't stick together, we're going to lose it all, my friend. Take care. You know, it's tough out there when these kind of situations are coming up. And I know Mr. Brown is sitting here just steaming <laughs> under the collar with hot air coming out all the way around. Well, it's, you know, I mean, our, our fish and wildlife sometimes has to realize what we're doing, Seth, you know, and why we're here. Exactly. And why they're there, why they have a job. And uh, it's, you know, I mean. How much political pressure is <clears throat> being put on them is the answer, is the question. Tons. Yeah. I, You know, I kicked my show off this morning by having a little rant about uh, every one of our big reservoirs dumping water out of them. Yeah. You know, I heard it. Why? Tell me why. I don't know. And yeah. especially when the new message comes from, uh, let's go Gavin. To, uh, and the new message is, uh, Hey, doesn't matter that we got that rain. You still got to conserve everything. Yeah. We're still in a drought and we are in a drought Granted. and the lakes are still low. We're a little closer to a starting point for the rainy season. We're a, we might not be ahead of everything, but nah, we're in pretty decent shape right now, especially with a good season in front of us. Is, is this guy about neck deep in snow up there yet? We're about to find <laughs> out. We're heading right now. You know, two weeks ago, I had these guys on the show. It was Sean Rainsberger from Sean's Guide Service and James Netzel, and they're going up to catch Kokanee at Donner. And I go, yeah, right. You're yeah. going up there to catch Max and Browns. 
They slayed big, nice kokanee. They had to do a lot of work, I'm sure, to go through to get rid of the red tones on them and everything, but they got all chromers out of there. This week, he's back again. Let's hook up with Sean Rainsberger live on the waters at Donner Lake, or is it too cold for you this morning? Good morning, guys. It's it's a little bit brisk. <laughs> <laughs> a little brisk. What's the temperature at Donner Lake this morning? Oh, it's we're right up hovering around freezing, but there's no ice in the eyes, so we're good. Oh, that's excellent. Well, after a tremendous kokanee fishing two weeks ago, I mean, that's like a magician's hat as far as I'm concerned. You guys pulled out at least 30 nice kokanee that day. What a, what a no, great. Oh, 50. All right. There you go. I only saw the ones on the count on the deck right there and I didn't even bother to count them. That's a <laughs> phenomenal late season fishery up there. And they obviously stay fresh a little bit longer. They do in some of our warmer water lakes. Oh yeah. Yeah. It usually lasts till the third week of October. Every, every year I look at memories thinking, wow, that's later than I thought, but yeah, we proved it again. Well, what the um, hell are you doing up there fun. today in that cold weather? We are trying to catch some, some trophy fish, some max, maybe some grounds. And so far we've struck out. I think I had one small bite early this morning. Right now the sun's just coming up and. With all that rain that you guys were just talking about, the lake level is actually up a couple of feet, and which is odd, um, but not so much for Donner. But there's more coming in than can go out, which is basically what's happening. Well, that's good news. It just keeps filling up, and that's what we want as much as possible. How white is it up there? Is most of the snow melted, or is it still pretty white around in, in the mountains out there? Oh, it's up up on the summit, we have some snow. Not a lot of snow up uh, Mount Judah and, and Boreal and those, you know, Donner Ski Ranch, those ridges you see when you're on the lake looking west. Um, there's quite a bit of snow. Well, what but, are you going to be, what are you going to be pulling out there? What's your technique that you're using this morning to intercept these fish? Well, I started out with AC plugs and, and we just switched over to J plugs, um, going a little bit faster, and a little bit deeper. We just weren't having any luck. Any color pattern in particular? Uh, kind of a glow blue, blue back. So right now we have all the, the next year's companies that are the favorite food for the big fish in the lake, and that's what we're trying to imitate. I do have one F-18 out in silver and black. Well, you've got kind of the, you've got it fast. figured. The kokanee is probably the primary food source for both the browns as well as the Mackinac there. So they're going to be targeting kokanee anytime you can find them. And you've got at least two year classes of fish in there right now. Some real small ones and some mediums available, and I'm sure those fish are feeding on them. If you can find a school, you probably see some marks closer around it, too. We're seeing lots of marks, yeah, and they're definitely on top of those coconuts. And we're seeing some states for uh, spawning, too. The Mackinac will be spawning here shortly. Now, I've been paying a lot of attention to your fishing for a couple of years, and I've seen you up there uh, launching that boat with snow all over and broken ice and everything. How long do you intend to fish up there this year? I fish it all year as long as I can get in. Sometimes I have to, you know, get the plow out to get in. And as long as I can get in, I'll, I'll fish it. But, you know, it is kind of a pain. You have to be careful coming out. But I winch out nice and slow. Um you know, it's just the way it is. You got to fish. Absolutely. That's what we got to do. Well, I hope you and your clients have a great day there on the water today. Sean Rainsberger with Sean's Guide Service up there at Donner Lake today. Folks, if you'd like to get out on the water and have a wonderful, beautiful trip, if you're dressed nice and warm, you can have a great day on the water up there. And you know it's going to warm up from here. 
Sean, give them the hookup information so they can find out more about your guide service and book a trip with you. Well, they're probably more interested in than I have a heater in the boat. <laughs> you probably have two heaters in the boat. <laughs> but no, it's my, my phone number is 530-802-4484. Find me on the internet at seansguideservice.net, S-H-A-U-N. And you guarantee the boat will always be 72 degrees, correct? Well, it's a 16,000 BTU uh, heater, so you're going to stay warm. That should toast you up real nice there, my friend. All right, good luck to you today. Have a great time up there, and we will talk to you again. Thanks, guys. Sean Rainsberger with Sean's Guide Service live on Donner Lake. Well, our next guide... Next guide, our next guy joining us right now is the stable of the end of our show every week because he brings so much information to us. I know he's got a little bit to talk about crab too. <laughs> it makes booking the show so much easier. It sure you. does. It, <laughs> it just makes the slide knowing he understands the way it works as we slide into the good night, everybody. We'll see you next week. Joining us right now is the man himself from Western Outdoor News, the editor there, Mr. Dave Hurley. Good morning, Dave. Hey, good morning, gentlemen. I um, really enjoyed the show today because you touched on three things that we have in this week's Western Outdoor News. First, you talked about that great situation up at Tahoe with uh, with J.D. Ritchie, and I really encourage you, just like you did, to see those videos. It's a pretty amazing story. Absolutely. We also, we also uh, had a story on North Cal, uh, North Cal Guides and Sportsmen Association and all the great work that they're doing. And... Uh, you know, their dinner coming up, and I'm glad that, you know, you touched on that. They are doing some amazing work up in the Upper River, and we need these organizations, just like you said. And I had a editorial called Throwing the Baby Out with the Bathwater when it came to the court, uh, recreational crab. Uh, so I know you guys have talked about that a lot. There really isn't a need to go back into it. We're just going to have to wait and see what happens on it Monday. Wouldn't, it wouldn't hurt to hear your opinion. <laughs> well, my and we only is, have a few minutes left today. <laughs> my opinion is pretty much like everyone else's. I think that uh, there's really two things involved. One is that the, these regulations came through the way that the department has been doing it. You know, during COVID times, we've had limited public input. They've done everything that they need to legally do to allow public input, which is the minimum and notice. But I think that the stakeholders felt and I, with legitimate reason that they were left out before the decisions were made, then we've got to do better than that. And I think that same situation happened with the bass uh, permitting process too. And I do think the department is recognizes that and is going to make some changes, you know, because I do think that it's really important that we hear from the public and we have a responsibility to speak up because if we don't, you know, things will happen against the will of the anglers. Well, you almost you almost think it's working against us when they uh, make us wait till late afternoon to do a presentation to express the opinion of some of the sport fishing boats. And then yeah, when it. you do have your opportunity to go up there, because of time constraints, they're limiting you to one minute. Yeah, that was. I couldn't get the four minute. letter words out of my mouth fast enough in one minute at time. Yeah, it was that was really tough last November. They have to give you the opportunity, Sep. They, they do. don't have to listen to that, you. Well, and I have seen commissioners get up and walk out when and go to the bathroom or go take a break and leave the room while when somebody people, is actually presenting the deal. They something that is out. so they important to them. Yeah, 
I, I've seen it. Yeah. They can deny it to the max. I've seen it. Yeah, sat in the building and My watched it. My wife was one of the commissioners. I attended a few meetings. In any event, yeah. Dave, where are some opportunities that folks can go? We all got our fingers crossed on the crab situation. We'll see what Mr. Yeah. Bonham does. You know, um, one of the great things is we're starting to see all these lakes get planted now with trout. And uh, I heard you talk earlier with uh, Randy Pringle about bringing kids out, and there's some great urban park areas. If, you, if you're if you in the East Bay, we got uh, Del Val's going to be planted four weeks in a row with 1,200 pounds. Chabot's being planted. Quarry Lakes is being planted. Contraloma in Antioch is being planted. Uh, my hometown lake right now, Lake Temescal, is planted. You know that little lake there? That's a good place to take a kid. Don Castro is going to be planted this week. So uh, we have lots of opportunities to go out there. And, you know, that's how we start our, our youth, of going out and planting in these little urban ponds. It's a great place to get them started. Um, Comanche's planted this week. 3,200 pounds went in, and I heard Alan say it was on fire. Yes. It makes a lot of difference. To put those trout in. They haven't had any trout since May. Um, shoreline places you could fish you, is the South Pond. is a great place to start. You know, you want to take children out. And also uh, Amador is another location. They've been planning. They've already put in over 5,000 pounds of those hard-fighting cut bows and amagold. So those are really good places to get started from the banks, uh, those locations. And, and pretty much a guarantee you're going to get into action. You will get into some action, and it's easy to do. You know, you just go out and throw at your power bait on a sliding sinker rig, a little egg sinker, a little treble hook maybe, and, uh, you know, let that bait float up there well. And uh, it's a great place, and there's nothing like getting a kid, like you said earlier today. I thought that was very true, and that's how we have to get them started. So we got some great opportunities in the urban lakes coming up. Um, you know, this weather has definitely changed. It was really foggy in the in the delta yesterday from what i could see uh and that was another thing uh, uh the sacramento is blown out but the san joaquin sounds like it's on fire you know and uh i really like hearing about your trip with sean rainsberger what a first class guy going up there doing his thing at donner and uh you know it's a big it's a high risk but the reward is excellent when you get into one of those max over 10 pounds that he so carefully handles and then releases them. Yeah, he does a great so, so. job at it. And I got to tell you, if my day was waking up at 3, 4 o'clock in the morning to drive to Donner Lake to go fishing, I wouldn't be a guide. And I'm glad that there are guides to do that because I have met many at Donner Lake to go fishing that early in my younger years. In our younger years, isn't that the truth? Yes, it is. Well, David, we got to get out of here, and I appreciate your input. We've all got our fingers crossed that the director does the correct thing on Saturday morning with zero entanglements last year, obviously none so far this year. How can they close it? That's all i got to say. Dave, thanks for hooking up with us, my friend. You guys have a great day. Count on it. Next week, hope. Count on it. Take care. Well, you know, Sep, your, uh, your GPS on your Lawrence GPS may not have the right time, uh, this, this for a week or two. Yeah. Uh, because, especially if it's an older unit, but we'll be falling back. 
next week. We'll be changing the, the all clock your tournament over. guys want to that's pay, right. pay special attention, attention to that. Well, we'll be falling back next weekend. Uh, but another thing that's going to happen next weekend, Sep, there's going to be a familiar ad start to play on both of our shows. You're going to hear an elk call, an in elk the call, and the International Sportsman's Exposition. And uh, all plans are go forward right now with the ISC show in Sacramento coming January 20th through the 23rd at Cal Expo. So the plans are. Going forward, you know, and mark uh, your calendars, folks. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know what it's going to entail. We don't know what it's going to be. We know we're going to be there. It'll be the greatest show on earth. That's exactly. Yeah, what we're it's all ready be. to all get back together. So uh, we're we're looking forward to seeing how everything unfolds in the upcoming months. Getting the seminar speakers squared away and. Uh, all the cool stuff that everybody looks forward to. Well, I'm just glad that the ISC and uh, their whole team has pulled together and found out everything they have to do and are planning on having an International yeah. Sportsman's Expo. God forbid our dear governor comes up with some other plan or some other mandatory something or other along the way, but it's go, folks. Well, they've January told us, yeah. 20th to 23rd. And we're not screwing around. You'll hear the ad starting next week right yep. here on California and most Sports of the, Ultimate Best. Most of the booths are still, you know, coming, planning on being there. 70, 80% booked already. Yep. So yep. it's going to be a show. There's no question about it. Stand by. John Kirk will be joining us next week on California Sports. That'll be cool. All right, folks, you know the way this whole thing works. Chris is starting to count down in there. Are you going fishing? I think I am going fishing, but probably tomorrow. I got my boat in the garage, hiding it from the storm. Mine's been in there too long. Let's keep our fingers crossed. we got some good weather. Well, folks, I want to thank you all for listening this weekend. I will talk to you again next week. Until then, tight lines, everybody. Thanks much. We'd like to know what you'd like to hear on California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass. For more information on fishing and hunting, guided trips, and more, visit us on the Internet at seps.com. California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass, productions of Seps Outdoors Incorporated, leading the way in outdoor entertainment. Join us next week from 5 to 8 a.m. for another Seps Saturday Morning Outdoors.